love that song. Can't sing, but forever day. Day. <laughs> We're back, y'all. We're music. back, y'all. Uh, we're covering Lauren and Lexi, season two, episode five. I know her better. I know her better. Um, thanks for being here, you guys. Appreciate you. What up, live chat? Shout out to Grab19, Better Days, Joslo. Did I say Grab19? Can't remember if I did. Um, Hala, Shanta. Hey, girl. Hey. Joslo, where did that song come from? Well, Joslo. That song was uh, made, written um, specifically for the show. A friend of mine, her sister is, well, they're both singers, uh, but her sister is a singer. Uh, I think she's living in Virginia right now, but she's an amazing singer and she wrote this song and recorded it so that it could be our opening. Uh, her name is Kia. I'll drop her information uh, after I do this live if you guys want to connect with her. But it, yeah, it makes me happy every time I hear it. Um, Lori and Alexi. So the, th the thing I'm going to do first, first and foremost, is I want all my married followers to let me know. Do you get along with your in-laws? Do you get along with your in-laws? Pop it up in the live chat. If you're watching the replay, let me know in the comments. I want to know if you get along with your in-laws. That being said, um, Lori and Alexi, they're off to Israel in a couple of days. They want their kids to have a great experience in Israel because, you know, as we all know, they are considering moving to Israel to, for five to seven years. And uh, so they want this trip to go well. However, they're also bringing Lauren's whole entire family and. And first of all, if you watch the episode, I've constantly said, like, I don't understand what this situation is with Lauren's sister, Rebecca. It's clear to me that Lauren and Rebecca don't aren't close because they never talk. And Rebecca never talks on air. She's just there. And it's really weird to me. Like, why are you just there? Why, why is the production, like, not introducing her and not, like... Why does she not interact with the family? Like, I, fi I find the whole thing super weird, especially because, Lauren, that's your sister. Like, your parents, it's clear they've, they've drawn the line in the sand about where they stand. But we don't know anything about this sister. But the sister pops in and out for, for many, since even 90 days, even before, after the 90 days. And I just don't, I can't wrap my mind around it. Like, who are you? You're like this weird enigma that just is hanging around. It's it's kind of freaky, to be honest. Um, Grab19 said, the second day I met my mother-in-law, she said that her son will outgrow me intellectually and leave me. Wow. 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 Okay. Uh, Better Day says, my in-laws are amazing. Very lucky lady here. Um, so, yeah, you see both ends of the spectrum in the live chat. So, they get to Israel. They have a bunch of luggage, right? And I was trying to count. So it's Lauren, Alexi, and their two kids plus a half. Then um, it is mom and dad, Marlene and Brian and Rebecca. So there's seven of them. And they had like 12 bags. They had a lot of bags or whatever. What, Which, you know, has to be hard to travel with all those people and bags and overseas and all this stuff. Um, so they get there, um, I got her back. It's been 53. You've been married for 53 years. 
what is the secret? I can't even get down the aisle once, Graham 19. So I'm going to need you to give me some, some absolute advice because I'm trying to get married by next year. I'm not dating anyone. <laughs> There's no one on the horizon. I just, I just think it's miraculously going to happen. <laughs> so if you have any advice for me, please let me know. <laughs> Insert groom here. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. So they are going to go to the Dead Sea. Jocelyn said, go unmarried at first sight. <laughs> Get a matchmaker. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Uh, they're going to go to the Dead Sea. And one of the things that I didn't know, you guys, that, again, what I love about After the 90 Days is the information and knowledge that they give us, especially when they're traveling. <clears throat> and so they're going to go to the Dead Sea, which I didn't know is the lowest point on Earth. Did you guys know that? The Dead Sea is considered the lowest point on Earth. And... and it's between Israel and Jordan and you float from the density of all the salt. So you just go there and you float, which I was like confused about because don't you just float in all water? Don't you just like hang out? And I mean, that's how I learned to swim is like first you start floating, but apparently this is like a different situation. And so I feel like the Dead Sea should be on my bucket list. It never was, but I want to go, I want to check out the lowest point on earth. And does the lowest point on earth, does that uh, factor in like gravity and uh, air quality and all of that stuff? Like, what does that look like? Anyone know? Let me know. If you've been to the Dead Sea, let me know. I was very curious because I had not known that, but I learned something new. So uh, they do that. And part of that too is like the mud. The mud is supposed to be great. The salt is supposed to be great for your skin and all of that. So him... Alex, Lauren, Shy, and Marlene go in. Everyone else stays back because, like I told you, Rebecca is like some enigma that I just don't understand. Uh, they put the mud on their bodies and then they wash it off and they had a really great day. On um, the next day, um, they're going to go camel riding. They're going to go to... Oh, wait... It's the same day. They do a camel ride as well. Um, Shy and Alex get on a camel. And I'm trying to figure out if I took a picture of that. Yeah, I did. So I thought it was adorable. Not a great picture, but you get the you get the idea. So they go on a camel ride. And they want the day to just be relaxing. They want to unwind. And they're trying to distract Lauren's parents from the fact that they're so anti-move to Israel. And so 
they do all of that and they seem to be having a great day. Shy loves the camel. He doesn't love the Dead Sea. And so he starts like fussing around like, oh, I don't want to, which, you know, I get it. And then my note here says, again, because I'm still confused, why doesn't her sister talk and why doesn't Lauren talk to her sister? And I know like all family dynamics are different, but I'm going to need them to at least address it because you keep showing her on and off, but then you don't say like what's going on. Like we already know that Lauren told us uh, back on 90 day that she can't hang out with her mom more than 30 minutes because her mom gets on her nerves. And then she went on to say that her mom and her are very similar and that's why, but we can only see that there obviously is more of a, a weird dynamic between her and her parents. But then like, what's the dynamic between you and your sister? Like, do you guys just not get along? That's why you just don't talk to her. It's weird, right? Does Because, I mean, I barely even knew her name until this episode. Rebecca. Is she older? Is she younger? Is there an issue? Like, is there, like, a... I don't know what the politically correct thing to say is. But, like, is there, like, a, a development issue with her? I, I'm, just, I'm just... It's weird. Anyways. They spend the day at the Dead Sea. They have a great time. And now they're going back. And they're in like the van slash bus that they're in. And we're learning how we knew this about Alex, though. But he just really loves nature. And he wants to move somewhere where he can enjoy nature more. more. But Lauren is a city girl. And she's like, she hates bugs. She hates nature. She hates the outdoor. So she's hoping that they can find some type of compromise between the two two extremes and alex of course who's always the peacemaker is like yeah of course we'll be able to find a common ground <clears throat> and so as they're talking on the bus so can you imagine you and your partner are having a private conversation between the two of you about your future. You're like, oh, well, I like this. And he's like, I like that. And you're like, well, how, wherever we land up, end up, we're going to figure it out together because we're partners. And then meanwhile, in the back, you got your mother-in-law eavesdropping again, saying, you know, what's the purpose of moving to the country your parents live in if you're going to be moving and living three hours away from them? That makes no sense to me. And then she freaks out and says, you know, I don't even understand why they're moving to Israel. If they're going to move to Israel to go to the country and they're not even going to have Alex's parents close to them. What's the point? Why are they picking up and leaving a perfectly great lifestyle in South Florida? And it just doesn't make any sense to me. And she freaks out. Freaks out. And that was like, I was like, oh, Lauren's parents, in my opinion, are problematic. And, you know, I posted a clip on our social media, 90 Day the Melanated Way. And I guess a lot of people feel differently. A lot of you guys are team Brian and Marlene, and you guys think that they are just looking out for Lauren. I just see it totally different. I see it totally different. Everyone's like, well, I'm going to say this, you guys, and, you know, don't come for me. But I do think that a lot of you guys... Um, who have not left America and only see what you see on TV, you believe the hype. 
I think that if you've traveled more and you've lived in other countries, you would know for yourself that there is, it's a bigger picture and it's a bigger world out there. And I don't think Marlene and Brian are coming from a pure perspective. I think they're coming from a controlling perspective. I think they're coming from a selfish perspective. And I think that they don't want to let their daughter go for selfish reasons. They want her to be close because she's always been close. And like Lauren says in the preview next week, her mom is used to controlling her and now she feels out of control because Lauren's making her own decisions. And so for her dad, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I'm just thinking of some of the comments that people made and maybe I'll read a couple of them to you, but it's just, I feel like you guys are being very one-sided. Like you are being very one-sided. So someone said, Ooh, there's a lot of comments. Someone said, <clears throat> Someone said, I think she should know what she's getting herself into beforehand. Anyone ever seen the movie Not Without My Daughter? It's very eye-opening. First of all, you are comparing someone's real life to a movie. That doesn't make sense to me. Second of all, uh, like I always said, these are conversations that you should have. They've been married, like Alex said, for what, eight years? These are conversations that they should have had before they got married. And now that they're having them, it's between husband and wife. It's not husband and wife plus your in-laws and or and or your parents. Your parents can give you advice, but they should never have the final say because you're a grown-ass person. Okay? Another comment says, I 100% agree with the parents. Their concerns are serious and valid. You never know what could happen down the line. Okay, but would you say that if two Americans... We're married to each other. Would you say that same thing? Would you bring that same energy? <clears throat> um, someone else said, I agree with the parents. She must find out her rights with being in another country, especially for her children. She does not speak the language. She should seek legal counsel in that country, seeing they want to live there for six years. Lauren should not be mad. I see her parents' love for her and just looking out for her best interests. Another person said, there are plenty of women around the world trapped in a foreign country after a failed marriage or relationship because they can't leave the country with their children without the father's permission. I've seen it time in and time again in Brazil. Free Americans. Oh, Lord, I cannot with y'all. <laughs> Oh, you know, there's a whole world outside of America, right? And that's all I'll say. I digress. Free America. I have never heard that in my life. Absolutely have not heard that in my life. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself right now. I'm, I'm going to need a minute. Tons. There are tons and tons and tons. Okay. Free America. Okay. So. <clears throat> Lauren's kind of getting sick of her parents parenting her and trying to show her how to be a parent. So Lauren tells her mom, you know, stop telling me and don't tell me how to parent. 
which, you know, I get it. Like, you know, you want to learn from your elders and you want to learn from your parents who've already been through it all. But there's a fine line, right, between advising and telling, in my opinion. So it's the next day. They're off to safari. Um, Alex is going to take the kids, Lauren's parents, Rebecca, the sister, uh, to the safari. And Lauren's going to meet her best friend, Karen, and they're going to have like a girl's day. Uh, she hasn't seen her best friend, Karen, in three years because, you know, the pandemic and being new mom and all the things. And so she's excited um, to, to do that. So she meets up with Karen and they're both like, oh my God, so good to see you. You've got the mom glow. you got the mom body. They're going back and forth. Um, we find out that Karen's also a new mom. Uh, but she grew up in Israel and, you know, we see some of the photos and sorry that it's not super clear, but back in their twenties, how they used to hang out and tear up the town and have a great time and all of that stuff. So here you're seeing Lauren and Karen kicking it in Israel, um, having a great time. And Lauren's like, you know, we had great times when we were in our twenties. She's like too bad we're in our thirties and we have mom bods now and all this stuff, but that doesn't take away from the fact that, you know, you're my best friend and, you know, we're living our lives and all of that stuff. Um, and so, you know, having a best friend over the years, it's very special. It's very, very special. So Lauren shares that <clears throat> her and Alex are considering moving to Israel and Karen thinks it's a great idea for them. She thinks they'll have a sense of community it's less expensive to live in Israel um, versus the U.S. It's better for the children. And she, and uh, Lauren's like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all that stuff is true, but we only want to stay here for a few years. And then Alex wants the kids to go to high school in the U.S. and have that experience. And Karen thinks that that is a terrible idea that, the kids in the United States are terrible. And she's thinking of like uh, the guns and the crime and the gangs and all the things. Uh, and Lauren's like, well, no, it's not that. Plus we don't want to see our son serve in the military. And so, yeah, we don't, we're not going to stay here forever. We're just going to stay here for a little bit of time. I'm curious to know what you guys think of all of that. Um, hi, Mrs. C. Jocelyn says, Lauren's parents are not being fair and to share with the other parents. Why move three hours away? Make it make sense. Shanta says, I think it would be good for kids. I don't see a problem with them living in another country. He came to America. That part. That part, Shanta live live your life travel live in other places it really makes you a better person and i think absolutely it would be great for the kids so <clears throat> lauren and karen spend a little bit of time together and lauren's like okay well i probably should go now because i want to make sure like all my kids are in one piece and so they take off meanwhile we head back to the safari and Shai's loving the safari. He's in his element, as we know that Shai loves animals. And 
Alex is sitting with Lauren's parents and, you know, he says, you know, I trust my instincts and I think Lauren is also going to like it here. And then Lauren's dad, Brian and Marlene, the mom say, no, she's not. She's an independent woman. She's not fluent in the language, doesn't know her way around. What will she do with the kids? And, you know, it's got three kids. Then what? And Alex is like, um, well, the kids will be in daycare. And Marlene's like, daycare where she doesn't even know where it is. Um, Marlene, what, what, what year are you living in? There is Google Maps everywhere. Obviously, they're going to research what a great daycare is and what they feel comfortable is. And they're going to go there and, and figure out if it's a great fit. What do you mean she doesn't even know where it is? So Alex is like, well, we'll find where it is. And as far as her not knowing the language, she can also go to Alpan for six months and learn three times a week how to speak Hebrew. Like the objections that Marlene is coming up with are so weird to me. So weird to me, like, I, just weird. Like you're throwing shit out there that doesn't even make sense. Like, I don't, I don't get it. So she doesn't know her way around. So she'll never know her way around. What? She doesn't speak the language. So she can't go and learn the language. Gotcha. Alex goes on to say, you know, when you make uh, Aliyah, which is when you immigrate back to Israel, the government helps you with a lot of things. They give you a lot of help, a lot of support, a lot of money. And so it shouldn't be a problem, he thinks. And Marlene's like, well, what if Lauren comes here and six months later she doesn't like it? Then what? So Marlene is just filled with negativity and like weird negativity, not like I'm making negative remarks that are backed up in fact and actuality. She's just like her own personal fears. Like it's clear that she's never left South Florida and she only knows South Florida. And so she's putting her fears about being outside of her little spot in America on her daughter's family. And it just doesn't make sense to me. <clears throat> and so I was like, mm, this seems to be a you problem, Marlene. It seems like you are used to having some crazy sheltered, um, non-open-minded, short-term life. And that's not obviously what your daughter chose for you. And, and if you raised your daughter, like you're saying, to be so independent, don't you think that she can make independent choices? without you breathing down her neck every five seconds and accusing her husband of things that he has not even done? Do you not think you did your job, job as a parent? Or are you micromanaging, like Lauren's saying, and also trying to control her still? Is it that? So <clears throat> Marlene goes on to say that she thinks that Lauren's not gonna be happy long-term. The dad says the same thing. Lauren's not going to be happy here. After a few months, she's not going to like it. Alex, like, you guys are wrong. And Marlene's like, I know my daughter. I've known her for the last 33 years. And Alex is like, you know what? I know her better, which is the title of this episode. I know her better. I've been married to her for eight years, and I know her better than all of you. And that sets Marlene off. And... The mute 
Oh my God, is that so rude of me to say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take it back. Rebecca, who we never hear from, finally says something. She's like, no, my mom knows her better. She's known her for 33 years. You're wrong. Okay, Rebecca, first of all, if you're going to finally say something, can you say something that makes sense? Do I need to explain to you how, yeah, your parents know you, but they know the version of you that they raised. What they don't know is all the stuff that happens behind the door, closed doors. They don't know the intimate part of you. They don't know the things you share with your partner, your life partner, your love partner, your lust partner, the person that you take your clothes off with. They don't know those intimate parts of you as they shouldn't. So when Alex says, I know her better than you, he absolutely does because he knows her from the inside out. And yeah, you're her parent and your parents, your parents are always going to know you for who you are, but they're not going to know the intimate parts. So if we're going to say, you know, hundred percent versus hundred percent, your parents know you 99.9%. Your spouse who you've been with for a long time knows you 100% because they see you day in, day out and they've seen you naked. There's a difference. And yeah, you can say, oh, your parents saw you naked when you were a baby and they changed your diapers, all this stuff, but you didn't form your personality then. So they don't know that part of you and they don't know the intimate part of you. So that being said, Lauren's mother says, well, no, you don't know her better than me. Only a mother knows her child. And you don't know her from the inside out like I do. And she tells me things and she gets mad at me because she feels like she can't get mad at you and she will do anything to keep the peace with you because she just wants to make you happy, but she is not happy. And she comes and tells me she's not, she does not do all of that. Don't forget that she told all the world that she barely can stand you for 30 minutes. So I doubt that she's coming to you and spilling all the tea because we've seen you interact and you guys barely talk and she barely tells you stuff. So I don't know, like you might have a different relationship in your head than what you have in real life with your daughter. So then Father Brian says, I will never support this move, not ever, until you speak to an attorney. Um, and whether that's a divorce attorney or whatever, I'm gonna need you to speak to an attorney who has rights to the children and I need to make sure that Lauren has the rights to the children. And then he says something that is so polarizing. Like a lot of people are telling me, oh, well, was in his delivery. Well, he, he's a grown ass man. He knew exactly what he was saying. So he says that he wants to make sure that Lauren has the rights to the children because they are her children. She carried them. Listen, you guys. I don't know if I have to go back to biology 101, right? But there's no egg creating a baby without a sperm. So yes, it was her body and she carried those babies, but those babies are half Lauren and half Alex. You can't have a baby without a sperm. You can't egg and sperm. I know I have midwife Crystal, who is a midwife and a nurse. She can give you biology 101 sex ed 101 okay no woman with just an egg is gonna have a baby okay so for the dad to have the audacity to say those children are lauren's children she carried them they're hers it's 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 outrageous it's outrageous it's outrageous it's rude 
it's trying to create a wedge in a relationship that they should have no part of. Okay. It's creating drama where no drama is necessary. And they're putting their nose where it doesn't belong. Midwife Crystal says the audacity and they showed their Florida for sure. <laughs> Warrior mom says her parents are ruining their trip. That part. So <clears throat> Alex hears Brian say all this stuff. And one of the things I have to credit Alex on is he keeps his composure because I don't know if I would keep my composure like that. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm pretty calm as a person. And like, I don't, I'm not one of those like, ah, like, ah, but when I get mad, you'll know, A, I talk fast and B, I have a lot to say and C, I can't not say what I want to say. Right. So I don't know if I could be Alex and Alex is like, you know what? We're not doing that. We're not going to a divorce attorney and I'm done with this conversation. Marlene's not done with the conversation. So Marlene goes on to say that her daughter, so your daughter that you raised, you and your husband raised, you're now saying Lauren has no backbone when it comes to Alex. Says that when Alex makes up his mind, Lauren just goes along because she wants to please him. Now, I know that all of us as adults have been in some type of relationship. Relationships are compromised right? So you're not always going to get your way. You're not always going to do everything that you want to do. If you're in a healthy and happy relationship, you're going to come to come to some compromises. And especially long-term, if you're in a long-term relationship, you are going to make compromises and you're going to pick your battles. For example, for example, I'm going to give you an example. This is old news, so it doesn't matter. I have an ex who absolutely 100% would not put the toilet seat down. Doesn't matter who, the what, the where, the why. I could have the conversation till I'm blue in the face. It's not, it was just not happening. It was not happening. So like in the middle of the night, I have to be extra aware that I'm not going to fall into the toilet because he's left the toilet seat up yet again. However, guess what? I hate to do dishes, you guys. Like I'm constantly doing dishes because I hate to do dishes. I just hate them. But guess what? He loved to do dishes. So the compromise was this. I'm going to compromise that you never put the toilet seat down and you're going to do all the dishes. Win-win. So guess what? <laughs> compromise. You're not always going to get what you want, but you compromise with your partner. So for Lauren's mom to say that, that Lauren doesn't have a backbone and that she's always pleasing him. Uh, you're going to want to please your partner. You want to be in a happy, healthy relationship. So you want to do all the steps that it takes to please your partner without, you know, compromising yourself in, in the midst of it. But you please your partner, your partner pleases you. You please your partner, your partner pleases you. Sounds like a win-win situation. <sighs> Anyways. Lord, uh, Alex is like, I'm done. I'm not even discussing this. I'm not discussing any of this. And Brian tries to like overpower him. He's like, no, I'm done. It's clear that you don't want to discuss any of the concerns. So I'm done talking. Um, Whose concerns? Yours? Alex is not obligated 
to address every single concern that you have because he's not in a relationship with you. He's in a relationship with Lauren and him and Lauren have had a discussion and this is what they've decided and you should respect that. And if you don't respect it and you have a few questions, Alex should be open to the questions, but what he's not going to be open to is you dictating what he should and shouldn't be doing in his grown ass fatherhood life. A few hours later, uh, they're all in the lobby of the hotel. Alex is drinking wine like I've had it. I spent the whole day with these MFs. I'm done. Lauren comes back and everyone is just quiet. And she's like, what's going on here? Like, what's happening? And Alex tells her everything. It's like, your parents are concerned about the move. They mentioned that we need to go see a divorce attorney and talk about custody and your parents don't trust me, even though we've been married for eight years. They think that I'm going to take the kids away. She went on and on. He went on and on and on and on, tells her everything. And the dad says, yeah, I said some things. You're not going to like it. I know you're not going to like it. He tries to do the disclaimer like two, three times. But you need to know what the custody laws of Israel are. You have rights to your children. And... Do you even know if you can take the children out of the country without Alex? Like you need to learn all of this stuff before you even think about moving here. And Alex is like, I'm, I'm done. He gets up, he leaves, he's pissed. He's like, after seven years, you guys have little to no trust in me. Like what more can I do? What more can I do to appease you guys? I'm, I'm done. Um, so he goes to the room, Lauren follows him to the room. And as the cameras are coming into the room as well, her parents are behind the cameras and he's like, no, that's it. I don't want them in here. Please leave. I, I've had enough. I've dealt with them all day. They're clearly not of sound. <laughs> he doesn't say this part. I'm saying it. they're clearly not of sound mind and they've clearly come to their own conclusions and I just don't have to deal with it anymore. And that's how it ended. And next week we see Lauren confronting her, her, her parents. We see the sneak peek where Lauren says, Hey, by the way, you know, you guys have tried to control me my whole life and it's not happening anymore. Can't be mad at her. She has her own family now to think about and her own kids to think about. And even if you agree with what her parents say, the delivery was wrong. And I'll say this. I think that any choices that you're going to make, you have to do your own homework. Just like with David and Annie, if you're going to become a monk, research what it means to be a monk and all the steps so that there are no surprises. If you're going to move to a different country, figure out what the rules and regulations of the country are, especially whatever city you decide that you're going to live in. Talk to some people that are local, you know, buy some books, go on Google. It's to 2023 now. There is no reason why you can't do your own research. And so if those are concerns for the parents, why don't the parents, instead of like, overstepping their boundaries, do their own research and take their research to Lauren and be like, have you just thought about this? Have you thought about that? Because we're just concerned rather than no, you're not moving. No, it's bad for you. No, it's this. Do you even know what you're even talking about? It just takes a little bit of a common sense and be a little bit of research and you'll be fine. And we already know that Lauren's a researcher type of person because look how she packs. She, it, she takes like weeks to pack for a trip and she thinks of everything. So do you not think that she thought of all of these things that you're already telling her? And again, that makes me question you as a parent. Do you not think you parented her correctly? 
Midwife Crystal says they're going to push them away. Facts. Facts. Anyways, you guys, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, let me know if you like this time frame. I'm trying, I'm trying some new things in the new year. It looks like there are a lot of people that this time, because I know a lot of my followers on the East Coast this time might work out well for you. Uh, shout out to Toronto Joslo. Shout out to uh, anyone in Cali who's dealing with the crazy weather. Stay safe, stay dry. Um, and, you know, we have a little bit of a reprieve for the next few days. So go and do everything that you need to do because it's all coming back on Friday. And uh, I'll see you guys very shortly. More shows to come. Patreon subscribers, definitely make sure you take a look at your dashboard. There's been some changes to some of our exclusives for the dates and times, as well as we're adding some new things. So bye for now. Stay safe, everyone. And I'll see you real soon. Bye, guys.